Business is brought to you by Audible.com. everybody and welcome to this week's episode of Married with a Business. I'm Craig. And I'm Allison. And we're Married with a Business here to share some tips, tricks, stories about our life as a married couple that own and operate a business together. Yeah, so Craig, how was your week? It's been a week. I have to say I have to say you it's been a, a crazy week. Yeah, I feel like it's been an emotional roller coaster. Well, it's funny. So, um the week started off I was really excited for this week to start off because I was playing in a golf tournament with a good friend for a local school for autism. Was that this week? That was this week. That's how this week started. And so unfortunately, the day that we were playing in the tournament, it poured the rain. And if you know anything about charity, charity tournaments, like they force, they don't force you to play, but they like, they, they, they force the tournament to happen. We're playing no matter what. Yeah, We're playing no matter what, like you, we've paid this money. We're playing no matter what. Well, so I got drenched, soaking wet on Monday golfing, and now I think by the end of the week here, it's turned into a ear infection. Have, have you called the doctor? <laughs> no, I haven't called the doctor yet, which is not fun. Um, and then, you know, it's just been, it, it seems like, especially more with technology, anything that could have gone wrong this week has gone wrong. Oh, nothing works. Nothing has worked this week. Twitter's not working. It's not connecting to our Hootsuite. My Indeed isn't working. Like... For some reason, my phone isn't, it's updating. It's just everything. Oh, I'm just so frustrated. Yeah, it's been a crazy, it's been a stressful kind of crazy week with, um, with everything. Technology. <laughs> Techno- my microphone is falling down as we record. I mean, that's how it's been this week. Like, it's just, it's just a hot it's mess. It's just, everything what is, is a mess. So... That's, I, I don't know how other people are feeling. I feel like it's it's like when it rains, it pours. Yes. It's the end of school here in New England. It's just, and there's been a million things. COVID apparently is over. We had three birthday parties this week and half days and dress down days and theme days. And yeah, yeah, it's been, it's been, it's not even the end of the week yet. For, right. And for this, us. this kind of goes into... A little bit goes into like what we were going to talk about this week, which is the concept, a little bit of the concept of are we winning? Yeah. And last week I would have said yes. And this week I'm like, no, I'm not winning this week. Well, I think it's and I think it's hard sometimes as a married couple that owns and operates a business together is what is the definition of winning for us? Because the business is doing okay. I mean, are there when you own a business, when you're a small business owner, and those of you who are that listen know that you know, there's always good and bad days. There's always challenges or there's always a fire to put out. So from a business aspect, things are good. We're busy and we're a little overstressed with that. And from a home aspect, things have been good. Uh, you know, the kids did well. School is over. And, you know, baseball went really well. I think everybody had fun. Nobody got hurt. Um, we're getting ready for summer baseball. But I feel like I feel the same way. I feel like overall, it feels like we're not winning. I feel like I just have this week. I have this tense, upset stomach, stress, like... I don't even know why, Um, you know, we have, there is stuff going on at work and I like it when things are neat and clean and in their individual compartments and they're not right now, but we have a plan and we know like we we're trying to hire somebody and we know that we're going to have this open spot and we're all going to pull together, but it's just like, oh, just one more thing. Right. It wasn't, it wasn't the project I had anticipated working on. Like it was very much geared up for this new project to move us forward and now I feel like 
oh, I can't move us forward because now I've got to fill a gap for, I hate buying things we already own. And this is kind of like filling a position that we have already as I hate buying things. You know, buying that's how I feel. Own, right. Yeah. Having to buy buy something. You're buying a truck. You just, you always have to buy a truck. I, I got a truck. I don't want to deal with buying it. Why do I need to buy a truck? But I, I feel like, Allison, for you and I this week, has it been just this like culmination of like, you know, school coming to an end and, 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 you know, we have elementary age school kids. So like every day there's something like they try to make that last week of school fun. So it's like theme day every day or whatever. So helping the kids prepare for that. Yeah. And I'm like the mom that usually has, I think I said this last week, usually has like everything on the Google calendar ready to go. And I was like blindsided. I had no idea third grade was participating in this stuff. Right. And, and so that, that's a challenge in of itself, like trying to do the parenting stuff, preparing for that last week of school, trying to have like today you took a half day, you tried to go do, you took the kids down swimming and try to do something fun with them. So trying to do that stuff, but while also balancing the fact that you're trying to post something on Indeed.com and Indeed.com isn't working today. Yeah, I just, and so I was very detached from interacting with the kids because I was constantly checking my messages and then my phone was 50%, 40%. And I was like, oh no, what if it dies? And we're still trying to get this posting up and ready to go. And I think that, and I, I saw you, um, so Nicole, who works in our office, you guys were working together to try to get this issue with Twitter and Indeed. Uh, and you, you actually did a really good thing today, I thought, with her in try because she was stressed out by it too and i thought you did a really good thing with her today where you were like you know what i give us permission to not have to deal with that until monday like that can wait that that doesn't have to be dealt with today let's just wait the weekend because you know we talk about what's the worst that can happen but what's the best that can happen okay the best that the best that happens is it gets resolved and you know what's the worst that can happen we're not going to make a couple of tweets like so what? Yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> like, right. we we have a, we we're busy. We are so busy today. We can give ourselves permission to take that off of our plate, and so I'm working really hard on giving myself permission to say no or permission to say it's okay to think about that later. And we we have a we have a mastermind partner who says this to us all the time, especially you. You're worse, way worse than me. It's about shoulding. Like you shouldn't should all over yourself. Like stop saying, oh I should, I need, I gotta, I should, I gotta get don't like just understand you can only accomplish what you can accomplish at that time. Yeah. And so one of if, if you're a shooter out there, um one of the things exercises we had me do last year is every time I said the Oh, I should. I had to sit down for 10 minutes and like reset. And then is it really so important that I have to stop what I'm doing now and do this thing that just just popped into my head that I should do? Right. Because that happened when I got home today. I was like, oh, I should work on this posting on these other sites. I was like, that doesn't have to be done at six o'clock at night. Like, I can do that tomorrow. Right. Exactly. It's it's, you know, understanding when it needs needs to be needs to be dealt with. And I think the other challenge, you know, on top of kids and school ending and sports and then everything we have at work, I think another challenge you and I are facing right now is that we're sort of at different stations in the business. Yes. I think that, you know, for years you and I have had a lot to do with our daily aspects of, you know, you doing bookkeeping and marketing and all of those things and me primarily doing sales and, and, and working with a production team to get things done. And we've started to, in the past four or five months, work on replacing some of the things on your list. So you now have a person who helps with marketing. You, you have another person who's helping a little bit with bookkeeping and taking those things off of your list which have freed you up a lot to be able to work on those ownership roles. 
But for me, it's hard because I still have all of those things that I've been working on in the sales that are day to day. Yeah, this week, I, I very much was tactical. I had action items I had to be doing to keep us moving forward. But in the last few weeks, because we have built systems and we've since Nicole has come on a few months ago, we've been reviewing all of our documents and paperwork and updating those things. Like things have are flowing, the day-to-day things are flowing so much smoother than they had been. It has freed up white space in my head to work on some of those bigger projects that are important, but haven't necessarily been urgent. They're becoming urgent because I have more time to reflect on them. So I have this lost some days because my to-do list has things on it, but it's not the cut this check, make this post, write this blog. It's review the sales manual and find gaps for filling in. It's, you know, taking our, our SOP manual and creating videos, SOPs. Okay, those are important, but they're not necessarily urgent. So I'm feeling a little lost and a little like, what's my place and where am I going? Um, I have all of these things that are I need to do, but the pace at which I have to do them is less. And so um, one of the things I'm working on right now and my our mastermind group talked about was let maybe it's time to review my KRAs, my key results areas, and making sure that now that we have people filling in those other roles, I am reflecting well on what my role is in terms of the visionary, the leader, the mentor, checking in with the team, those kind of things. Um, but it's such a brain shift. You've got, you know, you've got all that head trash from, well, that's not really productive. Right. And how does it, like, let's let's put it back a little bit on us in our relationship. So for the, I would say, if you were asking me, that for the last 18 years or so, you and I as owners and operators in the business have been pretty much on par with each other with the amount of, like, ownership tasks we can handle and with the amount of uh, daily tactical things that we have to do. And I feel like over the past six months or so that that started to shift and you have definitely gotten more time to be and do more ownership type roles, type tasks where I'm still very tactical. And so how have you, how, how have you felt that has been with us, with you and I. I think it's been a strain sometimes because the ta- the visionary things that I'm now working on are starting to be in your realm. I've done the marketing. I've done the bookkeeping. I've done the general admin things. So like the next big thing is to really get our sales system down in a training th- stuff together so that I can replicate what you're doing. But in order to do that, I need you because I'm not the salesperson. I don't know how you do and what you do. I know what I think you should do. Um, But that doesn't mean that that's the way it is. And I need to, we talked about cloning you. I need to come up with how do you do what you do so we can teach other people to do it and give you more time. But to do that, I, I need your time and you're really busy right now. Right. And it's and that's for me, that's I feel the exact same, I guess, the exact same way on the opposite end, which is like, I understand why you want my time to do all of that stuff. But it's it's so hard for me because, you know, I've got these I've got 10 emails from potential clients or, or prospects that are like, hey, when am I getting my quote? When is my information coming? Hey, I'm ready to move to contract. Hey, we're ready to do this. And so I look at all and and. 
like anybody who operates a, a business that is like ours or any small business, you know, you're always thinking about what is going, what, what's going to fi- keep filling the funnel. Like what, you know, I'm, I'm more worried about filling the funnel. So all of our employees have a job and everybody's working. And I understand that there's the bigger part of that, that is above the funnel, but I'm still worried about like, okay, I got to shove this thing down. I got to get this contract signed and into the, into the process. So now, so what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to, at first I was like, I can't believe he hasn't done this. He said he do this. I'm just so annoyed. I was like, okay, what can I do on my end? So like I went through our manual, I made my notes. And then I said, I blocked off two hours and I said, okay, here's what I see. What, what, what am I missing for like big picture things? So I'm trying to fill in all of those gaps that I can and hopefully just narrow down what I need from you to a smaller amount of time, because I can fill in a lot of these gaps, like, you know, things that now that we've been through the process, oh, that should be in our system. Oh, we're going to want to train on that. Um, and then just bring it down to the, hey, can you look at this? Is this really, is this, is this, is this right? What, what things do we need to change as opposed to asking you to create things? Yeah. And it's, it, and I, I, I'm realizing through this process, especially probably in the last month, I have felt this way and I'm still not doing a great job of managing my time and my schedule. Like I still let other people, you know, or other things, not necessarily people, it might be clients, it might be uh, an item that I think is more important. I let those things start to block off time that I really should be blocking off for doing those things, like reading the sales manual and updating those things. So it's been really difficult. And, and I find myself, and I'm, what I'm really bad at as a, as a business owner is that I find myself looking at all those, all of those, um, you know, visionary planning things. I look at those things and I'm always like, Oh, I'll do that on the weekend. Like I'll, I'll read the sales manual and make my notes on the weekend or I'll, I'll, I'll look at the, all that marketing material, all those blogs. I'll, I'll proofread all of those on the weekends while I'm drinking my coffee. And then I never do because then the weekend comes and it's also packed with home stuff, baseball and cleaning up the yard or going to our in-laws. So like there's all of this, like I'm looking at it and going, man, I really need to be better about saying, okay, Wednesday from one to three, I need to just focus on these tasks. Right. It's not, but it's not easy. I mean, because you get to Wednesday and you're like, oh, I need to send the urgent becomes urgent, you know? And that's why, like I'm saying, my stuff is important, but not urgent. But if we don't deal with the things that aren't urgent now, they'll become urgent. Right. I don't want it to get to the point where you have a heart attack and we don't have anything in place. Right. I mean, let's no, let's call a spade a spade. Like, right. you know, I started the the operating procedure manual because it was, and I jokingly go, it's my if I get hit by a bus book, but it's really if I get hit by a bus. Like if something happens and I can't be here, can you guys keep going? It was um, another really good idea, guys, is we've been working on this questions list. We've been, it's really hard, but write down every question you get for a week and then see where there are common questions. Are there things that you can address in your sales, in your, um, things you can address in your standard operating procedures? So I was able to clean up stuff and like, I got, in one week, I got three three questions from people. What's my password? So I gave to the other admins the password list. I don't have to be the person who's handing out passwords. That's silly. Like, right. if you forget your password, you can call any of the admins. Right. I think it's, it's you know, those are, it's, it's really hard, especially when, 
and for me, this is the challenge. And it's going to be, I know that we're in, and this will be part of what we talk about over the next probably six months plus, which is we're looking to hire more sales, a salesperson, another person to be at the same level of sales as me. I'm the primary salesperson in the business. And it's really hard because I, I am a, probably a typical business owner in the sense of like where I don't believe that anybody can do it as fast, as good, whatever, as, you know, I want it a certain way. And then if that person, and and I forget who it was, somebody said to me that more likely, it might have been you, said to me, more likely than not, the person we hire is going to be the complete opposite of me, is going to be somebody that I wouldn't necessarily want to go and have a beer with, and I wouldn't want to sell, but they're going to be successful because they're going to create their own way of selling. Right. You know, there are people who like me, there are people who like you, there are people who like Mark, there are people like Nicole. Um, we all approach people in a different way. Uh, you know, you're a high I, I'm a C, Mark's an S. Um, so there are people that we're all going to gravitate towards differently. And there'll be clients that will definitely be Craig clients. And then there will be clients who are definitely somebody else clients. And that's okay. Yeah, it's just really hard because we're, we've, you and I have, we reached a point where we grew this business to where it is now. And now we're starting to think about the other side of it. We're starting to think about, okay, in 15 years, we may be, 15 years, we may be ready to retire or maybe wanting to get ready to retire. What are the things we have to start doing now for that? I've always said my goal from when I came in the business at 22 is, was to build a sellable business. And, but I never really saw a business where, I could step away and things would keep moving. Right. And now I'm starting to see, for the most part, there is definitely, I definitely now know what, like, the finances is really the key hanger on for me because I've been able to make my plan and train other people and make enough systems that even if for some reason Nicole is not, isn't there, somebody else could probably step in and pick up some of that pace at fairly quickly. Right. And we, and, and like we have always said, like you're never going to achieve a goal you don't set. Right. Like it's never, if we don't say, Hey, in 15 years or 18 years, we want to be able to retire. Even if we don't retire, but we want to have the ability to retire, you know, you've got to start working on that now. And I guess that would be like my first action item that I would say to people this week is, you know, Take a look at those goals and don't just do one year goals. Do one, three, five, ten, whatever, ultimate goals so that you always have something you're working towards. If you want to go on vacation next summer for two weeks or a month, what has to be true for that to happen? Um, it, we had been talking about that and then I just recently listened to the book Clockwork and that was a big thing about what he talked about. So when we booked the house for Delaware for this summer for two weeks, what has to be true for me not to be there for two weeks? We got a lot of it. It's not perfect, and it's definitely not going to be where it needs to be. I'll definitely be checking in on certain things. But I feel like that having that goal in place, I'm not there for two weeks. What do people need to know? What can we take off my plate and train somebody else to do so that I can disconnect? Um, and hopefully... You know, as we get closer to, I think Jenna said this, 45 days, um, as we get closer to that trip, I can make sure that as many of those holes are filled in so that I'm not getting questions that should be easily answered. And, and what would you say to a couple like us, a married couple that runs, you know, a business where there is starting to be a little bit of, you know, growth for one person where they're allow, they're, they're becoming more and more visionary and less and less, you know, in the trenches. What What's something you would tell a couple about working together at that point? Because I can see it with us, like, 
and you and I are very good at, at talking things out, but I can also see the, the stress stress between us grow a little bit when we get to those moments where you're like, well, why haven't you done these five things? I think we need to be empathetic and be realistic with our time and that of our partner. So when I was getting real frustrated about us not making progress on the deadlines, we said, I just looked ahead in your calendar and blocked out some time for us to sit down and talk about where we are, the stuff that I had been working on, and what what we needed to, you know, you needed some dedicated time and you needed somebody to help facilitate that dedicated time. So I think that, you know, as the person who has more visionary time right now, it's my duty to help you through those things and then to take off your list the things that really I can help fill those gaps in. Yeah, definitely. So if you have any ideas or anything else, hey, you might help us. We'd love to hear them. Hit us up on social media. Find us on Facebook. Just search Married with a Business, or you can hit us on Twitter or Instagram at BizMarried. Allison, don't forget Audible is a sponsor of the show, and they give anybody who goes to audibletrial.com slash BizMarried a free 30 days of Audible. We love Audible. Yes, I am constantly listening to something, although I usually do it to and from school. So hopefully this summer I'm going to continue to be able to listen to stuff in the car. I get a good half hour in to school and home. So, um, But I just started participating in a leadership conference called Spark, and our first speaker was Michelle Poehler. And Michelle is from Hello Fears. So she has a Instagram page, and she just wrote a book about dealing with your fears. And so in her story, she talks about interviews and practical tools and conveying lessons that she learned from facing her fears and inspired her listeners to make the right choices. She did a program where she did um, 100 Days of Fears. So for 100 days, she took uh, something she was afraid of and did it. And she recorded everything and posted it to YouTube. And she was just so interesting to listen to. So my new next book is going to be Hello Fears by Michelle Poehler. And it's going to be downloaded on Amazon because I'm going to listen to it in the car. Yeah, so you can get it at audible.com and uh, you can get a free 30 days on us. Just go to audibletrial.com slash bizmarried. Well, everybody, thanks for listening this week. We really appreciate it. We've got some great interviews coming up and a, and a lot more shows. And if you have an idea for a show, just hit us up on social media at bizmarried on Instagram and Twitter. And remember, not only is it important for you to focus on your business, but also your marriage because we're married with a business. Oh,